Good evening, attendees and downloaders alike. This is the May edition of the Fantasy Book Club. This evening we will be discussing The Last Unicorn by Peter Beagle. We are still um, doing classics, or, well, according to Goodreads, they're classics anyway. I'm not sure whether all of us have heard of the titles, but this is one that I've never read before, and it's really a shame that Lana couldn't be here, um, well, I, I suppose, because she said that she read this book even before she started reading fantasy, so I think I can speak for everybody in saying that we will miss her input. But I don't know, it's one of those books that, I've never had this happen to me with a fantasy book before, but I've had this with other genres, where I get very much into the book, and then it ends, and then I kind of feel empty and flat, and I don't know why this is the case. I like the book. I like the characters. I don't know. Something about it just sort of went blah after I was done reading it. Was that because you had a letdown after you, after you got done reading it? You, um, I find that when I get done reading a good book or good series, I find that for at least a couple of days, I'm sort of I go round and round like a like a um, a weather vane, and I don't know what I'm reading, or what I should be reading, and and I try a couple of different books, and none of them spark, and you know it's just kind of a letdown after reading a good series. Was that the feeling, or was it something different? Yeah, maybe. I've never tried to analyze exactly the feeling, but it's just, yeah, maybe. I'm not really sure. I'll have to think about it. It's just sort of like it was really good, and now it's gone, and now and kind of blah. Well, I thought it was an okay book. I, I did agree the ending was a little flat. I expected more than just her going back to her wood and um, the son taking over for his father in wherever it was. I can't remember the name of the town. Um, I thought it was neat when they had the battle on the beach with the, what did they call it, the Red Bull. Um, like I said, it was an okay book. I have a feeling that I started it before and then quit, because I did find it a little slow moving. Well, I kind of liked it because it had a lot of the, the, um, characteristics of older fantasy books that that I like it it uh, referenced a whole bunch of um, oh like Greek myths and stuff and um, I got to thinking about the red bull and thinking about the the, the symbolism there and you know it was it was uh, it was it was an interesting interesting read that may be why I didn't like it. I never did like analyzing books, looking for symbols and or symbolism and morals and such. Not I just like to read to relax. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's wonderful if you can find symbolism. I always envy people who can figure out that stuff. But um, yeah, I liked it. The characters. I don't know. It's just. It was a good book, although, yeah, I think that 
I mean, it was sort of almost too predictable that she went back to the her wood. I mean, I guess it was sort of inevitable, but I was sort of hoping that she would stay immortal so that she could be with the the Prince Lear. Oh, stay mortal, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I, that would have been an interesting ending. But I think he wanted to stress the fact that, that the unicorn was a, a, an immortal mythical beast, so she had to, she had to remain in character so to speak uh unlike the the mermaid who became you know became a woman and and uh, and that uh but there you know cuz there was a whole lot of of um um references to stuff like that but yeah um it would have been an interesting ending i think it would have been more unique than the ending i I understand what you're saying, but it just seems now that Marshall pointed that out, I agree. Maybe that's one of the reasons why it sort of fell flat, partially because it was really good and it ended, and partially because the ending was sort of yeah, not as exciting as maybe it could have been. I was sort of hoping with the other cute unicorns back from the sea that there would have been a little more accounting of what happened in the world. You know, like there was a little more magic in the world than there was before they were all captured by the Red Bull. Because um, I'm beginning to wish there were some magic in the world now. I'm getting awfully cynical about things. Well, um, of course, the the, uh, the unicorn is the universal symbol of maidenhood and all that and you know the red bull is the the uh, uh you know the male whatever and there's all that in there and um but yeah i i would have preferred a little more magic in the world i yeah and i know what you mean i'd like a little more magic in the world um with all these awful things happening but you know it is what it is, and so, but it sure would be nice to, you know, wave a wand and have things happen, and, and, uh, um, things like, uh, well, uh, I've heard one of the choruses in town is thinking seriously of, um, getting together with a chorus in Maui. And I really want to go to Maui. I really want to go to Maui in the worst way. But of course, if I go to Maui, it's going to cost a whole lot of money, which I don't have. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm hoping that they decide to go in, in 2016, which means I can save up my save up my cash. But it would, sure would be nice to wave a wand and and have a whole bunch of a shower of gold pieces just arrive and you know not to have to worry about stuff like that I think I'm just looking for happy endings yeah happy endings are always a good thing it seems like I don't know I wish the news would report some good stuff not just all the horrible things going on in the world well 
I wish they'd report something different. All they, all they reported on the news last night over here or this morning were car wrecks and people driving the wrong way on the freeway and um, I guess it was a big armed forces day. One of our station sponsors a concert and they were all excited about that. But I just like to I'd like to see some light news, you know, kind of like Western Onion or or something instead of all of this this stuff a lot of which I don't think we really need to hear about on local news. Well, um, my chorus had their fundraiser uh, last week, and we made $8,000, which is a good thing. Uh, we have this fundraiser every year, and it's called Classical Idol, and it's a vocal competition. And it uh, it went very well. So if that's light news, I'm happy to give it. That is light news, and that's good news, um, particularly now, because I kind of suspect that donations to things like that are dropping off, at least from the number of requests for money and I get through the mail. And we had a um, Easter parade. We have it every year, and um, the uh, church chicks, uh, I'm a member of the our church, we have a youth, a uh, women's group, we call them church chicks, and we have an Easter bonnet contest, and we have, there's a parade in different categories, and we raised almost $2,000, which we always, uh, goes to the children's section of our local library, so that's more good news. Great, great. Um, so, uh, are we still doing Peter Pan next week, next month? As far as I know, unless anybody else has any suggestions. Wow, are we done discussing the book already? This is going to be the shortest recording ever. Well, I don't know. Are we done discussing the book? I have no idea. I, you know, um, I just, it sounded like we were, but uh, and, uh, I don't have any other comments except that I like the book. Um but it was, as you say, a, a classic, and it 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 didn't really. Um, it's not going to be too memorable for me. Um, the characters weren't that memorable, but um, they were okay. I mean, not that they weren't, but they were. I was interested in them while I was reading the book, but I I don't think I'm going to remember them very often or very long. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. They were sort of there for the moment, but, you know, a couple of months from now, if you ask me to remember them, yeah, maybe that's another reason I had that blah feeling. Well, I'm trying to remember who the magician was. Oh, I know who I'm thinking of. The name of the magician in the uh, Magic Kingdom for Sale books. You know, the inept magician who be becomes the court counselor. Kind of The magician in this one kind of reminded me of the magician in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, it did. But I can't remember his name either. <laughs> See what I said? I said I wouldn't remember the characters too long. But, uh, yeah, 
Um, but he did, you know, he did pretty well. He came up to scratch, so, you know, it wasn't too awful bad. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't have any real objections to the book. It's just, I expected there to be a little more to it than just, you know, Lear becomes the prince or king or whatever. Um, the magician becomes his advisor. She goes back to being a, an immortal unicorn. What happened to the lady with the circus? Didn't the harpy kill her? Yeah, I thought that's what happened. Um, because the the harpy, you know, she was she was uh, keeping the harpy as a prisoner, and uh, she got free. And um, yeah, that's that was my impression. Well, I couldn't even remember um, what happened to her, whether she got killed or not. Um, but it's been two months since I've read the book. So I'm going to have to reread Peter Pan. Well, I haven't read it yet, so that's a good thing. Um, and I read The the Last Unicorn when I was um, suffering from my sinus infection and wasn't feeling really up to par to do anything. But, uh, I mean, I did read it. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't remember it. Uh, my, my sinuses have stuffed my brain as well. I don't know. But in any case, um, I'm looking forward to Peter Pan. Mainly because I've never read the book. I've seen the movie, of course. But, uh, Never, never read the book. Yeah, I hadn't read it either. And that's another one. I'm, there's another one I'm going to read that I don't think I've ever read. Uh, is uh, Robin Hood. You know, I've heard the basic story, and I think I read it as a little kid. But I'm not sure that was the, a, whether that was a kidified version or the full version. So I'm going to read Robin Hood. Sounds like a plan. Um, I know I've read Robin Hood at some point. I know I have. Um, and I think I think it was years ago. But, uh, um, that's not really, well, that's not really a fantasy, is it? Or is it? Because um, there isn't any magic or anything, or, um, it's more of a historical fiction sort of thing, or a mythical tale. Um, it's sort of a legend, I guess. I guess you could call it fantasy, because it's sort of a legend. I don't know. Well, I wasn't regarding this as a fantasy book, but it's like I see some of these books on the list, you know, the classics, and it's like, gee, I've never read that. And... So I just, that's where, that was the link, since we're doing classics. Ah. Well. Um. Maybe we should consider for, uh, for July. Uh, I don't know if anybody wants to revisit Wind in the Willows. Anybody? Oh, I remember reading that book ages ago. That was a good book. Is that, I guess that is fantasy, because the mouse and the badger are sort of almost like people, only they're still retain their animalness, but... 
It's an animal that's even a word. Yeah, it's it's a fantasy. It's a it's an allegory, whatever. Um very charming book. And it is a classic, so I don't know. It's up to you guys, but uh I was just thinking of classics and fantasy classics, so it came to mind. I think we ought to try something new. Um I don't think it's on Bard yet. But I noticed that uh, Terry Brooks has started a new Shannara trilogy. Oh my, more Shannara? What's this one about? I don't know. It was, I can't even rem remember the title um, of it. I just I think I saw it on Audible or maybe from Bain Books. I gotta, I gotta go look that up on Bard and see if they have the whole series because I've read pieces of it but not the whole series, and I'd like to get it put together. I couldn't even get through book two. Well, I liked his earlier stuff. I liked the Sword of Shannara, and I did read the Elf Stones, and then I read some of the later stuff, and it was just sort of much of a muchness. Um, but uh I like his premises though. You know, that's that's good and, and uh I do like his stuff. So if you find the title, put it up on the list and, and let us know what it is. Because um, I may want to read it as well. Just a thing to read while you're sitting on the balcony on the or on the beach in in Maui. Right. Oh, absolutely. Oh god. Uh, I've always wanted to go there, always, ever since. When I was 10 years old, my, my parents gave me a Hawaiian birthday party, and ever since then, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. I would like to, if I could see, I'd probably want to go to see the fire pit of Kilauea, or is that it, Kilauea? Um, if it's active. I don't know if it's active right at this point in time. And I'd like to swim with the dolphins if the company there ever lets anybody do that. Any blind people do that. I heard they got sued once. Anyway, that's an, a nice aside, but are we doing we're doing Peter Pan next month. Are we going to try to decide on a book for July? Yeah. I might always want to read the Shannara just because it's, I mean, Classics are great and all, but I don't know. <laughs> we don't seem to be attracting a lot of extra people. Well, maybe we ought to put an audit, put a survey out on the on the fantasy list and on the main main list to see if why people aren't attending. Um, I Sometimes uh, I'm a member of the Kavi mailing list from the people in Australia. They have their Kavi casts on this on Sunday. One of their their Kavi casts on Sunday at six o'clock, and they've had some fairly interesting ones. That's why I haven't attended a couple of times because they, there's a conflict. Are they using that Team Talk stuff? Oh. Uh, 
think that's the name of it. Oh, foo. Well, I guess I'm going to have to try updating mine or reinstalling it or something, but it just doesn't work on my computer for some reason. Or at least not with my headset or something. But uh, it's, it's been a real struggle. And everybody thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and I just go, uh... Because no, my, my equipment doesn't work with it, so... <laughs> well, I suppose I could try loading up the XP computer and see if it'll work without a headset. Maybe that's a, maybe that's what I should do. It works just fine. I know this isn't any help. Um, but let's let's stay on focus since this is being recorded. We'll talk about Team Talk. I wasn't recommending Sonara for July. What about this Paladin prophecy? Is that fantasy? I would consider it fantasy, yes. Because although there are science fiction elements in it, uh, there are also mystical things as well. So, um, you can call it what you want. It's, it's one of those books that kind of straddles the line between fantasy and science fiction. Well, why don't we try that one for July? Sounds good to me. Sounds okay to me, too. All right, let's do it. Well, I suppose this would be the end of the recording. I don't think anybody else has any more comments on our book, do we? Not I, said the fantasy character, who's, who I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I know who you mean. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think that's fine. Um, I'm just writing this down. I don't have a DB number currently. Um, but I do... I, I mean, I will have by tomorrow. But it's the Paladin Prophecy by Mark Frost. Common spelling. Is that Mark with a K or a C? It's with a K. Okay. Alrighty then. I'll stop the recording. Thank you all for coming. <laughs>